0: Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 29 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We're still in the Warriors of Shadowloo section. We are nearing the end of the special maneuvers section. These are the special moves distinctive to Shadaloo martial arts styles. And we've reached the most esoteric, most feared, most dangerous, most bizarre secret move of the Shadaloo martial arts. I refer, of course, to mind control. Let's jump right into it. Prerequisites. It requires five dots of focus. You've got to max out your spiritual and psychic power to use this maneuver. You also have to know the moves Psychic Vice and mind reading. Psychic Vice is a maneuver where you like crush someone with your will, drain their willpower. It's really handy if you know this move because the less willpower they have, the easier it is to mind control them. Uh, Otherwise, it's not good for much. It's just kind of fun. Like if you don't want to crush people's will recreationally, why did you join this Lord Drit class? But uh, with mind control, it is not only fun, but very effective. Here's how mind control works. First of all, you can only learn it with the style of Lord Drett. Nobody else does mind control. It costs five power points, which is very expensive for a special maneuver, especially considering the other special maneuvers that you have to buy first. Here's how it works. Quote, after shattering an opponent's resolve, Imbison can directly control his actions. His every command must be obeyed. No one but Imbison has ever been seen wielding such power. But there are persistent rumors of a promising student who is every bit as dark as Imbison, and has apparently learned this secret as well. So even within the fiction, this is very rare. Like, not only is it very expensive in terms of points spent, but within the fiction, virtually no one knows this ability. So truly, this is a secret. It's in Bison and rumored to be one of his apprentices, and that's the whole list. Although, of course, if you're a player character, like, rules don't apply to you. And I think it might be worth your while to get this power. It might even be worth joining this fucked-up organization, Shadow to get this training. Because here's how this power works. Quote, This power can be used to exert control over any opponent who has no willpower left, The victim must be within a number of hexes equal to the attacker's focus plus wits. Blah, 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 blah. You make a contested roll. Anyway, depending on how many successes you get, you'll mind control your opponent for a given length of time. Here's that table. Quote, one success, one round of combat, 10 turns. So this isn't like one action. This is like one round of a two to three round street fight. Quote, two successes, one hour, three successes, one day, four successes, one week, five successes, one month. It goes on to say that it's rumored that Imbison has some people permanently mind-controlled with this power, but you'd have to do it again and again to get that effect. And there are some caveats. Quote, Any individual with a permanent honor of 10 cannot be affected by this power. In addition, a victim of mind control can make a resisted roll between his permanent honor and his controller's willpower in order to resist a command that goes against his own moral code or survival instinct, such as attacking friends or jumping off a cliff. If the victim is successful, then he resists the command but is still under mind control. So there's no early escape from mind control. As per usual RPG mind control rules, you can make a roll to avoid doing something that is profoundly against your moral compass or that might kill you. But there's no situation in which the mind control ends prematurely. Once you get those three successes or five successes or whatever, you've got this locked in. You've got pretty long-term control over the person you mind controlled. So this is not like just a way to win a fight. There are many more possibilities for mind control. For example... You could win lots of fights. Here's why I think that Imp Bison is underusing this power. And it gets into a little bit of minutiae about the administration of street fighting. Like this is an underground pit fighting circuit, but there are rules. There's a system. And that system can be exploited by somebody with mind control. Now, there are a number of different street fighter tournaments, right? People hold different tournaments all the time. Like the World Warrior Tournament that we see depicted in the video game is a specific tournament where all the world warriors who are like the top-ranked street fighters go and fight each other, and blah, blah, blah. Then there are other specific ones. So like different companies might hold a tournament, or there are like remote uh, locations and monasteries or whatever that have a tournament. But in addition to those discrete events, there is also just an overarching, never-ending street fighter tournament. Here I quote from the Street Fighter Player's Guide, quote, Often called the Flashfire Tour, this tournament is the longest, most violent, and least organized street fighting tournament in existence. And none of the fighters who participate in it would ever change it. Many street fighters are involved in this tournament and proud of it. This never ending tournament is commonly referred to as, quote, the street fighting circuit. And many fighters don't actively seek out any of the other tournaments, as this is the only one which interests them. So this is not for, like, down and out street fighters or particularly scummy street fighters. This is, like, the default. It's called, quote, the street fighting circuit. And here's how it works. Quote, the rules are simple. Find a fighter, beat the fighter, and have your results recorded. The street fighter circuit has established a 900 number for this purpose. Matches can be arranged by the fighters, managers, or circuit administration, or they can just happen. Which is an interesting fourth option, because they already have arranged by the fighters, which is where two people just decide to fight each other. So I guess just happens means like, You're at the grocery store, you're trying to buy some cat litter or whatever, and you're in line to the self-checkout and there's somebody there who's like not giving you your space and they refuse to wear a mask. And because you're a street fighter and not a feeble podcaster, you just beat their shit right in, just bash them right in their stupid naked face. Then afterward, you see like a tattoo on on their bicep that's like the Shadaloo logo or like a little cartoon, like a Chibi Blanca or something. And you're like, oh shit, that was a street fighter. That street fight just happened. This grocery store is my stage now. This is my level. I've just blessed you all with a street fight. And nonetheless, even though nobody planned it, you just call up the 900 number, you register the results. Hey, there was a street fight. Nobody planned it. It just happened. I won. Mark it up. It's a perfect system. The elegance and security of the 900 number administered by illegal fight profiteers cannot be matched unless you have mind control. Because if you have a fighter mind controlled, the question becomes... How many times can I beat up this poor motherfucker in this street in one month before this mind control expires? Because this is not a tournament with brackets. This is not a tournament with divisions. This is a free for all. If you kick one motherfucker's ass on 12 different streets, that is 12 wins on your record. And how many losses? Zero. Motherfuckers hypnotized. So I got to thinking, once you successfully mind control someone, how many wins could you rack up just from that one successful mind control roll? Because if you get one success, you're not even guaranteed to win the match, right? You only control their mind for one round. So you can make them throw that round, and the next round they're going to be back at it. So who knows? Still really good, but effectively, like tactically, it's like a big fireball. Any more than one success, you're guaranteed to win the match. The question is, can you capitalize by winning more matches? You know, once the person comes to, you're not done with them. Mind control them to accept your challenge again, and then kick their ass again. So the rules about, like, series of matches are not totally clear to me. I don't know if any exist. But let's assume conservatively that you need to wait until somebody is fully recovered from the last match, which by the rules takes 15 minutes. All their health comes back after 15 minutes. The matches that you have with them should take almost no time because if you mind control them to throw the fight, it's just a question of, you know, how long does it take them to throw it? There don't need to be spectators. There's no judge here. It's just a 900 number operating, I guess, on the honor system or on the theory that if you're able to call after the match, you must be the winner. Or maybe the loser has to sign off, right? Maybe it's like one of those uh, prank shows where they do some horrible shit to somebody, you know, trick them, humiliate them, scare them. And then what you don't see on screen is somebody has to come along with a clipboard like, excuse me, I need you to sign this so we can show this on television. Maybe it's like that. Maybe you, you find somebody and you give them your key eye of rage, beat their ass with your flaming fists, and then pull out a bundle of forms from a pocket in your cape and like, okay, I need you to sign here, here, and here that I did, in fact, beat your ass with my flaming fists. Thank you. I don't know exactly how it works, but it works somehow. This is this is how the Street Fighter circuit operates. So the matches take almost no time, 15-minute time between matches for them to heal up. If you get two successes on the mind control roll and you control their mind for one full hour, you can fit in three solid wins, maybe four if you fudge it. It's pretty close. And if you get three successes on the mind control roll, you, you take them over for a full day, I mean, at a rate of almost four victories per hour, you can rack up an arbitrary number of wins. And keep in mind, these are losses for them too. The way that Street Fighter ranks work, yes, yes, I also did look up how Street Fighter ranks work in addition to the system used to keep track of wins and losses on the Street Fighter circuit. I take this podcast seriously, and I do mean that as a burn on myself. The way rank works is it's your ratio of wins to losses along with a, a minimum number of of wins. That means that not only is it very easy to lose your rank with a long string of losses, but those losses also sit there working against you, even if you're currently low rank. To rise in rank, you're going to have to win so many matches that they dwarf all those losses. So like take M. Bison, for example, among the World Warriors, relatively a newcomer to the circuit, he's got like 52 matches under his belt. That's not as many as other World Warriors, but it's a lot. It's enough for him to be rank nine out of 10. With his zero losses. So Bison has had 52 matches ever. If you were to take, let's say, five hours while you've got somebody mind controlled for a full day, just to fuck with them, you can beat them 15 to 20 times over the duration of the mind control. Let's average it to like 17. Let's say they lose to you 17 times. For them to attain rank four, which is like standard issue street fighter, right? Not a rookie anymore, but also you haven't distinguished yourself. To maintain that rank, you have to have at least one win for every three losses. So they're going to be hard at work trying to get like six wins to offset the losses you've dealt to them. But then to get up to rank five, if they ever want to distinguish themselves at all, you got to have even wins and losses. So those six wins aren't going to cut it anymore to get to rank five. They're going to need 17 full wins just to counterbalance the 17 losses you handed them in that one day while they were mind controlled. But every street fighter ultimately dreams of being a world warrior, right? And they're like rank nine or 10 to hit rank nine with all those losses on their record you got to have 10 wins for every loss to be rank 9. So Imbison himself has only had 52 matches ever. This poor person who got fucked over by mind control on one day would need 170 wins just to balance what you've done to them in this one miserable day. So you've ruined their career. Like, there's no way. They, they would have to do what Street Fighters are allowed to do, which is to change division and just start completely from scratch, totally dump their win-loss record. You get three successes on a mind control roll, spend all day, making somebody throw fights to you, you're going to elevate your own standing greatly, and they're either going to have to essentially restart or end their street fighting career. And I'm sure you're saying to yourself, yeah, I mean, if you cheat, then it's easy, right? You're effectively just lying about all these matches, so big deal. No, no, no. You don't have to lie. Every time you call up that 900 number, you can say, hey, it's me, Bison Jr. again. (sighs) I know you're sick of hearing from me, but I've still got that poor guy mind-controlled, And I did kick his ass again. He's overlaid on the sofa now. I mind controlled him to have a sandwich. I'm getting a little bit worried about him. He seemed a little uh, lightheaded uh, the last time I knocked him unconscious. So he's taking a little time to recuperate 15 more minutes. Uh, We're going to have another match and I'll call you back then. There's no pretense. There's no deception because you're allowed to mind control people. It's a legitimate street fighting move and you don't even lose any honor for it. I mean, it's not like you hit the guy in the upper back. It's not like you slapped him in the ears. That's ear pop. That's the other maneuver that cost you honor. You didn't do either of those things. All you did is simply mind control someone to force them to throw fight after fight after fight over the course of a day to just pad your win record. 17 wins, no losses. That's a cushy five-hour workday. If this is your first day street fighting, you're now rank four. This is a truly disastrous secret of Shadowloo for people who really care about their street fighting careers, as opposed to people who are just in it for like the love of punching. You know, if that's the case, you're going to be out of it for an hour Shake your head, clear out the cobwebs, back to punching, right? Try your luck against Bison Jr. again. But if you care about your career, you care about your rank, one successful mind control, you're just fucked. And the person who mind controlled you can rise really to an arbitrary rank by doing this just a few times. So that's a deep secret of Shadowloo. A mystery of Shadowloo that I'm very curious about is why Bison doesn't make more use of this. I understand. Mind control, it's a powerful, versatile ability. It gives Bison a tremendous edge. But if I may address the man himself, for a moment. Bison. Bison, what are you doing out here with these elaborate plans to recruit people off the street and train them in martial arts? It's a huge investment. You could take them to the island. You train them. You take them back off the island. You get them involved in local street fighting circuits, all kinds of double dealing, trying to arrange matches. You're screwing people over. You're taking hostages to get people to make certain bets, throw certain fights, all to arrange a situation where you can beat honorable street fighters on the field of honorable street fighting combat. Obviously, you care about the rules of street fighting. Obviously, you care about destroying the careers of street fighters. You train one person to go into the circuit, maintain a nice middling rank, right? Rank four. This person can get there in one day. A rank four person can condescend to fight a rank one person. Or, you know, if their record is really good, they've never had any losses, they're an up and comer. Maybe they can even challenge a rank eight person, right? You got a huge range. Any Street Fighter anywhere, really, if you're rank 4, you can maybe set up a match. Now, if this person, and let's call him Bison Jr. for convenience sake, you don't have to actually have a child, Bison. Your apprentice could just go by the stage name Bison Jr. for branding purposes. Like how the supervillain Joker's daughter is actually Two-Face's daughter. Like that. But send Bison Jr. out. Over the course of one day, Bison Jr. is going to be able to wreck the career of any Street Fighter you choose. Not only destroying their life's work of climbing up the Street Fighter leaderboard, but also... They can do uh, embarrassing and unpopular things while under mind control, and that'll tank their glory. I mean, are they a threat to turn on you and, and try to replace you as leader of Shadowloo? Is there a possibility that M. Bison Jr. will attempt to usurp M. Bison? I mean, if M. Bison Jr. deserves the prestigious title of M. Bison Jr., of course they're going to do that. Of course they are. But is that really more of a threat to your reign than employing A fucking world full of unpredictable, rowdy-ass Street Fighters to accomplish the same goal of taking down the Street Fighters you want to take down. You're funding entire careers, entire Street Fighter teams, just in an elaborate plot to dash Street Fighter's dreams and defeat them in sporting competition when you could do it with one Bison Jr. I'm sure that Bison has a good reason for this. I don't want to presume, but it's a mystery. Today, I'm feeling generous. You get a secret and a mystery. And in fact, uh, we may revisit this topic in the future. Anyway, I don't want to overstate... The infallibility of mind control. It's good when you hit it, but that isn't a guarantee. For example, it works only on people with no willpower. It doesn't work on people with 10 honor. You got to beat them on a resisted intelligence roll. There are all these things. There's a certain profile of person who's not going to go down to this tactic, or in fact, to a number of Bison's nefarious psychic attacks. And that is useful information for the prospective Shadaloo fighter. For more on being the kind of person who can stand up to the psychic bullying of Bison Jr., Join me tomorrow on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big sode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com view slash revolutionvoid or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Don't get lost. You can't compare with my power.